Let's put our hands together for the choir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for reminding us this morning that our hope is built on nothing less but on Christ, the solid rock we stand. I believe this morning our hope is in Him. And because our hope is in Him, we shall all make it to the end. Why don't you open up your mouth and say, Lord, on Christ Jesus, I stand. On Christ Jesus, the solid rock, I stand. On that solid rock, I stand this morning. Begin to confess yourself. Once again, on this rock, I stand. On this rock, I firmly stand. Nothing will stop me. Nothing will stop me. I stand on this rock of Jesus. The rock is Jesus himself. And because I'm standing on this rock, I'm confident that God, he shall take over. He shall uphold me. He shall keep me to the end of this year. On this solid rock, I stand tonight. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. As we bring all to you, trusting you, God, the Lord on this rock, which is Jesus, we are standing. And because we are standing, we will not sink in the name of Jesus. I say the church will not sink. As individuals, you will not sink. As families, you will not sink. As singles, you will not sink. As married, you will not sink. Our children shall not sink. Your business will not sink. Your career will not sink. Your job will not sink. Your vocation will not sink. Ah, your education will not sink. Financially, you will not sink. Physically, you will not sink. Materially, you will not sink. Psychologically, you will not sink. Emotionally, you will not sink. I say emotionally, you will not sink. Economically, you will not sink. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Strengthen us this morning. In Jesus' precious name. I let everybody see it. Broke your wonderful seat in his presence. Thank you so much, choir. We appreciate you. And everybody, once again, I want to use the opportunity to welcome you to a new month, the month of October. Hallelujah. God has kept us for nine months. Again, we're in a new month. You will stay there and we'll continue. And you will end this year so beautifully in the name of Jesus. I say you will end this year so beautifully in the name of Jesus. I can't wait for your testimony. Tell your friends, say, I can't wait for your testimony. Or if it's not talking, tell them, I can't wait for my testimony. Amen. If the person is not talking, just tell them, say, I can't wait for my own testimony. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but you are destined to thrive. The entire church is destined to thrive. Last month was unique. It was so special. Destined to thrive. And in the beginning of the first Fridays, the Lord told us that we are blessed. I don't know whether many of us remember. What, we are what? We are blessed. And I told you, you're already blessed. I say you're already blessed. I say you're already blessed. I don't care what the devil said. I'm already blessed. And no man can curse me because I'm blessed of God. Am I communicating to somebody? I stand on these promises. Because his promises is yea and amen. And his word is yea and amen. And on the second Fridays, not only that we talk about being blessed, we are talking about divine acceleration. What did I say? Divine what? 
acceleration. We are blessed, but we are saying, God, our blessings shall be accelerated. And I know someone's blessings already accelerated. Oh, come on. Maybe I'm speaking to myself. I know you will gain divine acceleration in the name of Jesus. Accelerated promotion. I say accelerated promotion. Accelerated honor. Accelerated dignity. Accelerated favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. And on the third week, we talked about what? Breaking the yoke of stagnation. Malabush. The yoke of what? Stag- because having told you that you accelerate, we are saying as a church, nothing will stop you. Am I communicating to someone? So we will doubt to the things that will be a barrier against you. Authors that are standing against you. Like the brother testified. As long as you are in this church, you are free forever in the name of Jesus. It's a place of rescue and transformation. You will be hearing of testimonies of your family from henceforth in the name of Jesus. The siege of wickedness is over in your life in the name of Jesus. And then the last Friday, your heart is shouted louder, Amen. Amen. Having broken all forms of stagnation, we ask about restoration of glory. Restoration of what? I thought you would shout better. Come on, I don't need to tell everything. Restoration of what? Glory and color. So you are restored. Tell yourself, I'm restored. I'm restored. Come on, tell somebody, say, I'm restored. I don't know about you, but I'm restored. My color is restored. My glory is restored. Hallelujah. Amen. And we had outstanding testimonies of what the Lord has done. Outstanding what? Testimony. Being that month, God has done so much in the lives of your people. Jobs established. Am I communicating? I said just what? Established. Financial blessing from left to right. Thank God for all that he has done. Am I communicating to somebody? Families are blessed on their own accord. They are doing greater. Marvelously. That is God. But I want to assure somebody. October is super. I say October is super. Haven't promised you all that. There is a prerequisite for us to run with. And this month is declared the month of kingdom service. I thought everybody shout, Amen. You know what? I am blessed to serve. Tell someone, I'm blessed to serve. Because if God blesses you, He wants you to use that resources to serve Him. If God lifts you up in the office, he wants you to use that resources to serve him. In anywhere God lifts you spiritually, physically, financially, he wants you to serve him. So my topic today is kingdom service. And I'll be looking at the rewards of kingdom service. First and foremost, our text was from Exodus chapter 23, verse 25 to 31. It's already read, but we can go through that quickly. We can go through that. Let's go through that quickly. I will begin from that Exodus chapter 23, from verse 25. First for readings. Amen. Now, if you see there, it is mandatory. Can I hear the word mandatory? What did he say? It's what? Come on, tell you, never say it's mandatory. What did he say? What did he say? You must what? 
You must serve only the Lord your God. If you do, hey, if you do, what happened? I will bless your bread. Okay, I will bless your food and your water. This is new living uh, translation. Okay, no problem. It's okay. I will do. If you do, tell them what say if you do. First of all, service is what? Mandatory, right? So tell your friend, are you serving the Lord? Tell somebody, are you serving the Lord? I know you will say, yes, I'm in the church, therefore I'm serving the Lord. But I want to tell you more what the service is all about. Amen. Am I communicating? Yes, you are here, you are serving the Lord. But there is more to service. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? There is what? More to service. Let's continue. I will bless with food and water. And I will keep you what? Healthy. Go ahead, quickly. There will be what? No miscarriages or infertility among your people. And I will give you what? Long, full lives. I love this translation. Go ahead. I will send my terror upon all the people whose lands you invade and they will panic before you. Go ahead. I will send hornets ahead of you to drive you out of the Hivites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Gigasites, and the Perizzites. Go ahead. But I will not do this all in one year because the land will become a wilderness and the wild animals will become too many for you to control. Go ahead. I will drive them out as time until your population has increased enough to fill the land. You will fill the land. I say you will fill the land. I say you will fill the land. I will fix your boundaries. This morning, God is going to fix somebody. I said, God will fix somebody. God is fixing me this morning. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I know I'm being fixed this morning. My life is fixed this morning. The church is fixed this morning. My home is fixed this morning. My family is fixed this morning. My career is fixed this morning. My spiritual life is fixed this morning. My marriage is fixed this morning. If you believe it, shout a louder, amen. I will fix your boundaries. Who can fix you? Only God. Men will try. They may not succeed. But I tell you, when you have confidence in God, He can fix you. I say He can fix you. I don't know what you are passing through this morning. As you serve God, He will fix you. Circumstances may not look good, but God will fix you. Oh, can I say to somebody, the Lord will fix you this week. If you believe it, why not shout a louder, Amen. <laughs> Do you know what it means when God said, I will fix your boundaries? Everything that concerns you, the boundaries of your life, I will fix it. Brother, rejoice when you hear such powerful scripture. Go ahead. I'll finish it quickly. I'll fix your boundary from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean Sea, from the Southern Desert to the Euphrates River. Then somebody say, Unlimited God. Come on, somebody say, unlimited God. Unlimited blessings. Am I communicating? Don't you see this? From Red Sea to the Mediterranean Sea, from the Southern Desert to the Euphrates River, I will help you. Tell somebody, say, God will help me. And do what? Do what? Defeat the people. Now living in the land, I will drive them out ahead of you. Let me stop there. And that is it. 
The service, like I say, is all about kingdom service. So number one, we must understand something. That you are saved to serve God. Number one, you are saved to serve God. Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 3. Clearly said, my job, your job, is to serve the Lord. Because he knows it's his job to do it. Deuteronomy 11 verse 13. He said, I command you this day to love the Lord your God. And to serve him with your heart and all your soul. Serving with your heart and all your soul. So my job is to serve God. I say my job is to serve God. Ecclesiastes, the duty of a man is to obey God. My duty is to obey God. My duty is to serve God. I have no other duty in this life than to serve God. Only Him I will serve. I have no other God. I used to love this song very well. I will never worship my made God. My. I will never worship. I will never worship. Come on, are you old? I will never worship. It's okay, dear, dear. Before you take over, shout aloud, I hear me. Somebody understand what I'm talking about? Because when I prick them, they will go over. My job is to serve God, no matter the circumstances. Gentlemen, he is your creator. He knows you before you are formed in your mother's womb. My friend, why would you be arguing with God? Why don't you serve him? Number two. It's not just to made to serve God. You are also made to serve the kingdom. I am, an, I am a kingdom laborer. Can I say I'm a kingdom laborer? Not only God, but I labor in the kingdom. My job is to serve where? Where do you serve? Am I communicating? Is it in your kitchen? Am I communicating? Not in your kitchen. Not in the mall. My job is to serve in the kingdom. Because God always has a place of worship. In the days of old, he has a place called sanctuary. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody? There's a place for the people of God. He has a place called the temple. Where people come to worship. In the days of Moses, it is the period of the tent. God always has a place where people come to serve him. And gentlemen, may I say to everybody, no matter your status, you are a kingdom laborer. I thought I can hear loud, amen. I don't care the post you have. I don't care whether you're a director or a managing director or you are the president of a country. Brother, listen to me. We are kingdom laborers. Whoever you hear today, it's our job to labor for the kingdom. He said, listen to me. Let us pray for the laborers. Am I communicating to somebody? Say the harvest is what is plenteous, but the laborers are what? A few. God wants laborers. Will it be one of the laborers? Me, I'm number one laborer. I don't know. I'm number one laborer. Am I communicating to somebody? I want to be a number one laborer for God. I'm no, I know, I understand. Some people don't understand. Labor is to work. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, I must work the work of He that sent me. For night cometh where no man walketh. My brother, can I speak to you? Are you laboring in the kingdom? Some of you don't want to labor in the kingdom. 
You are just where you are. You are comfortable for where you are. You don't even want to move out of your seats. Some of you, your name is written in that seat. If anybody occupies it, the next Friday you come in, you'll be looking at it. He's or he is with one kind of eyes like that. I say one day when we get to heaven, the seat will be crying and speaking in tongues against us. You are not called to be a bench woman. I'm not speaking to somebody, but you are called to be a kingdom woman. Didn't hear me. I said, You didn't hear me. I said, You are not called to be what? A chair woman. But you are called to be what? A kingdom woman. Because it is my job. The Bible says, As you see the days approaching, encourage one another. The church is not a place where we ought to come and not do anything, it's a place where we have to walk. Jesus said, don't you know, I only to go about my father's business. You have been here for years. What are you doing? We don't see you in any service. We don't see you in any of the ministries. Be it choir. Be it ushering. Be it technical. Be it evangelism. Be it fellowship. Okay, you say, I don't have the grace. But at least everyone is called to preach. <laughs> you are. To talk to somebody, tell somebody about Christ. You are called to be an evangelist. Say, go ye into the whole world, kingdom level. Go ye into the whole world. Matthew, we had the scripture I just quoted was before. The kingdom liberals was Matthew chapter 9, right? From verse 38. Amen. Am I speaking to somebody? Number three, not only that, you are also meant, you are saved to serve humankind. What did I say? You are saved what? To serve what? Humankind. It's not about the kingdom. Hallelujah. God is relational. Can I hear the word relational? Come on, say relational. Can I say God is relational? See it here. You are saved to serve his kingdom, Lebron, number two. You are saved to serve humanity and one another. God is relational. When he was crucified on the cross of Calvary, the Bible made us understand on the cross, he stretched forth his hands. It was horizontal and it was vertical. It was what? And what? And what? On the cross, it was horizontal and vertical. Vertical to God, horizontal to humanity. He reached out to us. For God so loved the world that he gave. His what? Only begotten son. Why? The reason he gave Jesus is to save lives. It's to affect souls. Gentlemen, you cannot say, I am saved, and you do not serve humanity. Then you are not a child of God. You're pressed. You are not a child of God. Can I quote the scripture? Galatians chapter 9, chapter 6, verse 9 to 10. What does that place say? He said, do good to all men, especially for those in the household of what? Of faith. Those in the household of faith. Most of us are saved. We are only ourselves. We don't care for our brothers. We don't care about our sister. We don't care about anything. We think it's all about you. My friend, in the kingdom, it's not about you. It's about people also. I thought I can hear louder. Amen. This attitude we behave in ourselves is all about me and that's all. You don't care about that brother. You don't care about that sister. You don't bother about them. The people around you, how many times have you affected them? We have this corrupt understanding in our days. But I thank God things are changing. Corrupt understanding. Some people became born again in the early days. And their father, who is an unbeliever, they make him, they think he's a, 
<laughs> because the father is an unbeliever, they think he's a witch, they will not obey the father. They'll begin to do other things. Am I communicating? We have this understanding. He's an unbeliever. You have nothing to do with him again. But that is wrong. Am I communicating to somebody? There's a place for you to serve others. Tell the person you are meant to serve others. Come on, sir. I say you are meant to serve others. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10, what did he say? For God is not unrighteous. For God is not what? Unrighteous. To forget the level of love that you have shown to one another. For us. Thank you. I love this. New living translation. Thank you. All right. God is not unfair. All right. Thank you. God is not what? Unrighteous. To forget what? Forget what? So the question is, are you working? It's because God can only forget your work if you are working. But now if you are not working, he will forget you. Ask that sister by your side, are you working? Love her louder. Say, are you working? What are you doing in the church? Tell this person, what are you doing in the church? Louder. Say, what are you doing in the church? What is your contribution? That's, ah, come on, preach. I give you confidence. Say, what is your contribution? Hallelujah. Which work? Which work? Appear to disappear. What did I say? What, is, what did I say? Because some of you, your job is what? Appear to what? Disappear. The day you have money, yes, you come. The day you don't have money, bye-bye. You serve God out of confidence. Means when it is well, you come around. When it is not well, bye-bye. You don't care about anyone. You don't even bother. You don't speak to anybody. You don't call anybody over the week. You don't say how they are doing. You don't bother about them. You are just yourself. Hallelujah. Oh, brother, it is not so. If it is so, Jesus would have not come for you. The church has become a selfish being. Praise God. I'm saying it to everybody. The church has become what? A selfish being. Very selfish. If you're driving, even if you see your brother, the guy is trekking under this hot scene, hot, hot sun. You are carrying your car and leaving that brother. Selfish. Selfish. You know your brother is having an issue. Keep quiet. You don't do anything. Selfish. Even to stand in the gap to pray for one another. Selfish. How many of you are interceding for people now, apart from interceding for yourself? Some of you, your prayer request is about you. Any other person? Kalas. Selfishness all over. It has reached a point to that level that there is no, because of that selfishness, we become to build a temple for ourselves. We forget the others. Whatever happened to that church, I don't bother. May God help us. I thought I'm talking to some people today. I thought you are understanding me today. But I pray in the name of Jesus. That will not be yours in the mighty name of Jesus. I said that will not become yours in the name of Jesus. Tell somebody I'm, I'm meant to serve humanity. Am I communicating to somebody? Besides serving God. And I'm serving in the kingdom. Humanity. Humanity. When last did you visit the poor? When last did you solve one problem or the other? Besides your family. When last have you been a blessing to others? When last? What have you ever done for people out there for one day? Have they even known that you are really saved and things have changed around you? Ha! Ah, may God help us.
I said, may God help us. Today, I've become, people have become something. There was somebody, we were paying his rent. We were paying his rent every month. The church was paying his rent. Every month, he worries us with rent. He takes a taxi, we will pay for him. <laughs> he will worry the people, they will pay for him. We were reaching out to make sure he's stable in the land. I remember the family has a problem. I had to send 20,000, I remember Nigerian money then that time, to the family. The day he got the job, Kalas, you no going to church anymore. What a wicked word. Huh? Who is this man? Rhinos said you are here. And you have become too bigger. It's good to marry you. Come on, let's put our hands together for Rhinos. I didn't know he's here. Hallelujah. Amen. Stand up, my friend. Hallelujah. There's you know this guy, he just got married last month, right? Hallelujah. Come on, let's put our hands together for him on the fourth, right? He has become too big. Your wife gave you too much, uh, Gary. Shout a louder, amen. You better lose weight, too, or else the woman will look for somebody. It's not her portion in Jesus' name. God bless you. I love you. Come on, put our hands together for Jesus. Now, back to what I was discussing. Gentlemen, why will it be so? People spend for you. The church use your tithes and money to bless your life when you had nothing. But when things come around, bye-bye to them. Suffering everywhere. I know every brother here also. We have been blessing. Even most of the families here are blessing him. But the day he gets a job, we can't see him anymore. That's who we are. But don't worry. You're only fooling yourself. Because the same person who bless you can take it back. The statement of commitment, quickly. From Christ. Mark chapter 10, verse 45. Statement of commitment. Let's see it quickly, before I rushed. If I can't finish this, don't worry, I have good news for you. I said, I have good news for you. I said, I thought I have good news for you. Put your hands together. We are resuming our rescue, our life in Anglican Center from this Sunday. So be available. Hallelujah. And another good news. The country is returning to normal. So there will be an increase in attendance. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? We are still back in Antioch C1. Antioch what? C1. Is somebody hearing me? Let's see the statement of Christ quickly. 10, Mark 10, 45. 10, 45. You were there before. Yes. This is what the Son of Man has done. He came to serve. What did he see? He came to what? Jesus came to do what? Say, so who are you? I came to serve, not to be served. And then to give his life in exchange for many who are head-hepted for it. What? Whole stage. I came to serve. Brother, are you in this church to serve? Or are you want to be the, the, the KBC, the director general? Let everybody come and bow down to you. Mm, your lordship. Hallelujah. What I said? Your lordship. Serve. The pathway to greatness is rooted where? In service. What did I say again? The pathway to greatness is rooted what? In service. A friend of mine says, when you serve God, he will service you. When you serve God, he will service you. It's because you're not serving. If you serve, there's no way he will not service you. 
Kingdom service requires one thing. Let me tell you, number one. Kingdom service requires a willing heart. Number one requires what? Or number one requires what? A willing Write it down. Kingdom service requires what? A willing heart. You must have a willing heart, a willing mind, a willing soul. You must. If you are not willing, you cannot serve. So you must have a willing heart, mind and soul. Stop complaining. Stop murmuring. Everything around you are murmuring. Small job they give you in the church, you are murmuring. It's too much. It's too, you think you are complaining to Damien? For your information, if you are serving in this church, I want to disappoint you. You are not doing me a favor. You are, doing, you are not doing me a favor. It is God you are serving, it's not me. I am part of this level. I'm doing my part. Do your part. Am I communicating to somebody? Because, brother, for your information, we will not be here forever. Am I speaking to somebody? And that is my job. So, brother, let's do it. Hallelujah. Tell them, so let's do it. Come on, so let's do it. So you must have what? A willing heart, mind, and soul. Stop complaining. The question I'm asking you, are you ready? Tell your neighbor, are you ready? Are you ready? For me, I'm ready. I don't know. I've been ready for long. Am I speaking to somebody? I've been ready. A willing heart. I offer myself up since 1983. I offer myself to God. For your information, I have been an offering to God for long. Probably, somebody must have been praying for me. When, God, <laughs> when they gave birth to me, and therefore I offer myself to God since 1983. All I know is Him. And without him, I can do nothing. Brethren, do you have a willing heart? Tell us, are you willing here? Do you have a willing heart? Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Say, walk willingly at whatever you do. Walk willingly at whatever you do. Colossians 3, verse 23 to 24. Say, walk willingly at whatever you do. Are you willing to walk? And whatever you do, that's King James, okay. Whatever you do, do it what? Heartedly, as to the Lord, and not to what? So you know, some of you are thinking is you are doing it tomorrow. You pay your tithe, you think it's Pastor Damien. Ask yourself. You give offering, you think it's Pastor Damien. No, you are doing it for who? For God. It has nothing to do with me. I pay my tithe. As a matter of fact, if not higher than everybody in this church. Yes. That's the truth. I don't play. The first fruit of mine, I have to give it to God. Why would I play with my tithe? It's a kingdom work. How God wants to use it is his own. Shout it louder, amen. I thought I could hear louder, amen. A willing heart. Let's be serious. How, what are they doing with the church money? What's your problem? Am I speaking to somebody? Thank God. We have a place where people can manage prudently in this church. Shout it louder, amen. Am I speaking to somebody in the house? Number two. Kingdom service requires addiction. You must be addicted to the kingdom. Devoted to a particular thing. Someone will call it obsession. What I said, what? Obsession. You must be what? Addicted. Are you addicted to prayer? I ask you a question. Are you addicted to fellowship? Are you addicted? First Corinthians chapter 16. Please write this quickly. And then 16:15. Picture it. 16:15. Anybody ever having a mic there? Anybody with a mic? I just want to read, congregation to read this one. Please, I beg you, read it for me. 
First, with the mic. Come on. The mic is not working. Okay. All right. I beseech you, brethren. You know the house of Stephanas. That is, it is the first fruit of a child. And that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Did you see the word addicted there? Did anybody see it? Tell your friend, did you see that? So are you addicted to God? No, ask the person, are you addicted? Am I communicating to somebody? This people is called addiction. And you know what it means to be addicted to a certain particular thing. Like the way some people are addicted to drugs. Some people are addicted to alcohol. Some people are addicted to smoking. Some people are addicted to many things that they cannot live. But brother, listen to me. Those are the negative addiction. You, if you're addicted to drugs, it's negative. Am I communicating? But brother, where I want a positive addiction, where you'll be addicted to God day and night. Addicted when they call for prayer, when they call for fellowship, when they call for the word of God, when they call to give money for the kingdom, you are there. They say contribute as a man, as a woman. You are there. Hall- Gentlemen, how do you want this church to grow? Let me ask you a question. Every church must be run with finance. Amen. Am I speaking to somebody? Come on, the men and the youth who ask for five rear. You will not give. One day, I look at the church finance. I was shocked. Offering 700. Transportation, 600. Mathematician, help me, Brother Joseph. Offering this church was 700. And the boss is how much? 600. The church had only 100 here. An Anglican is charging us 2,000 something in one Friday. Gentlemen, up your game. I know all of you in this church, as long as in this ministry you are blessed. You are serving a pastor that is blessed, so you are blessed. I know you are doing so many things. I know it. Don't tell me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord, somebody. But when it comes to the kingdom, do it. Give to Caesar what is what? And give to God what belongs to God. Are you giving to what belongs to God? Ask yourself, are you giving to what belongs to God? Amen. You must be addicted. Are you addicted or not? I'm asking you a simple question. These people were addicted. They were not slothful in business. They were fervent in spirit serving the Lord. Stop dragging your feet. Stop dragging your feet. Most of us drag our feet in serving God. Number three, it requires sacrifice. It requires what? Sacrifice. Number one, willing heart. Number two, if you still remember, you must be addicted, right? Amen. And number three, kingdom what? Sacrifice. Number four, kingdom sacrifice. Number four, because of time, you must be, it kingdom expects sacrifice. You must sacrifice yourself, no matter what happens. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1, he said, I beseech you therefore that you present your bodies as a living what? Sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to God. Sacrifice. One of the songwriters said, my life is a sacrifice for you. Oh Lord, I am a valuable to you. That's right, oh God. My life is a sacrifice for you. Oh, Lord, I'm available to you. 
Thank you, Jesus, oh God. Yes, Lord. I don't know whether you'll make your life a sacrifice, oh God. He went for us. He take me. Take me. Oh, yes, Lord. Make me. Oh, make me, Lord. God bless you. Kingdom sacrifice. Brother, there are too many things I have sacrificed for this kingdom. Too much. And I keep doing it for the kingdom. Sacrifice. You know, I've reached my goal. I didn't rest. So the kingdom is all about the kingdom. Souls were saved and I was happy. Lives were touched. And my testimonies are still happening of that effect. Number four. Requires humility. No, sorry. Kingdom service requires what? Faithfulness, sorry. What I said? Faithfulness. In everything, you must be faithful. It is required of a steward that you must be found faithful. Tell your friends, are you faithful to God? Lord, I say, are you faithful? Are you faithful? Let's be sincere. Are you faithful? Let's be, are you faithful? Tell somebody, are you faithful? Amen. If I see you on Friday, you don't see you anymore. There are other areas you can give God, but there are other areas you cannot give God. Are you faithful to this work? It must, you must be faithful. When I was looking at the story of David Abioye, he was an usher in living faith. He was an usher, but he was faithful. I read his book. That was the seed. The seed of greatness, yes. He was an usher, but he was faithful to that work. Faithful in his work for God. And God picked him up. Today, he's a vice president. You know it. Of living faith worldwide. From washing, God picked him up and became something. You can See, until you are faithful in the little, God will not commit unto you the greater. The little what God gives you, you are not even faithful. And you want God to do more. How come? Some of us lack it. May God help us in Jesus' name. Are you faithful? Let me ask you simple question. Are you faithful? I can't understand that a child of God will drop out. You, are, you belong to a particular ministry. You are dropping out. Who are you dropping out for? Unfaithfulness? They say he was once a prayer band. He was once a prayer warrior. He was once an immense I can't be once. Rather, I am meant to go forward and never to go back. He said, my soul will not delight in anyone that goes back. Stop it. When I became born again, it didn't take me time. It didn't take me time. 1983, I became born again. By 1984, I was already leading a church. I was a prayer leader. I was Christian word leader, means Christian faith leader. I was doing that already. 84. I didn't pass to become a deacon. I became straight, became an elder in the church. 1991, I started pastoring a church. 
Before I, even, I was ordained as a pastor in 1994. I was leading. Youth leader. Hosting program. Going and visiting church and preaching. Wow. If there's no one who can testify, my wife will testify. If there are no old people, there's one somebody who's supposed to be here, but it's not here. And those who know me from the beginning, they know what I'm talking about. Stephen, at least we knew a little. Oh, amen. But he was far from me. Shout about that. Amen. Am I speaking to somebody? Working for the kingdom, not looking back, serving him, and not because of anybody. I serve like I never served. Visiting members, ensuring and praying for them. I told you at a stage when I was never a pastor, I am saying it again. Everybody that has problem, they don't call for, but accept me. They will be in the hospital, they said, until Pastor Yakubu come, or Brother Yakubu, that was my name anyway. It's not actually Damian. If you go to where, in Canada, they don't know me as Damian. Shout aloud, amen. They know me as Yakubu. They will wait for me until I come there to pray. But I don't know how. But God answers the prayer. Shout aloud, amen. But brother, Faithfulness, yes, faithfulness. Maybe it was my faithfulness I was speaking, I don't know. Number three, request what? Humility. Number, sorry, five, sorry. Number five, request what? Humility. Tell your neighbor, you must be humble. You must what? Be humble. The scripture references are there, so there's no need to go there. I think they know. They kept it. It's humble. With all that, you must be humble. It is when you humble yourself that God exhausts you. You can get that in the book of James. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody? It is clear. James chapter 4, 6 and 4 to 10. And then Proverbs 29, 23. Pride goes before fall. And so, brethren, in all that I say, I have seen great men of God. Oof. Those who are great, they are so humble. The day, the day Adeboye came here, all of us sat in the same dinner, just the same place, but some of us, ah, who are you to eat with the bishop? <laughs> Am I speaking to somebody? These are great men. They humble themselves. That's how sometimes some people look and they're confused. My pastor in Abuja, they were waiting. I waited for them. Nobody came. I just took uh, Kikina Pepe. You know what is Kikina Pepe in Nigeria? Shout aloud, Amen. I was waiting for them to bring the car. They didn't bring car. I took a can of pepper. Before I reached, they were in the service. I was already there. They were planning to, because of the hold, go hold up. I stood, said, ah, are you here? Says, How did you come? Don't ask me. I don't want to be late in the kingdom. Whatever it takes me to be there, I will be there. You know the young man said, I learn more of humility. What is the self and pride you are doing? Whatever you are today, God made you. Let me tell you something again. Whatever you are today, God made you. No, no, no. I said, whatever you are today, God made you. And let me tell you too. Some of you, I remember some days, you cannot even buy clothes at all. Your clothes, you go to suku, 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 suku. God help me. I don't know again, my wife. Hallelujah. What, what did they call that one? Najima. Thank you. Thank you. Those of you, I know some of you here. Your clothes, you buy it in Najima. Go down, you pick one. Now that God has lifted you up, now you go to a, a nice shop, a branded shop, to pick clothes now. Nobody's like you again. Your hand is stretched forth. Hi, friend. Keep quiet. I will not bow down to you. Colors. Who are you? <laughs> Come on, let's put our hands together. Be 
humble. Tell your neighbor to be humble. I want to look at my time. Tell your neighbor to be humble. Hallelujah. What did I say? Come on, what did I say? Amen. Be humble. Tell somebody say, can be humble, please. Love that. Say, be humble. You know. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. A father sent a son to the school in UK. When the guy came back, and then the father was asking a question. Hey, my friend, I'm talking to you. Why are you speaking to your nose? Leave this, your Igbo. Let me send you. Shout a louder, amen. Everything is up, up, up. The father said, ah, ah, stop this, my friend. Calm down. Shout a louder, amen. Am I speaking to somebody? Even in your humility, I hope you still respect others. In the African culture, we know who is senior. Irrespective of who we are, we still celebrate them. We still celebrate the elders. We still give them respect. Am I speaking to somebody in the house? And does it mean that it's, it's not for fear, but just reference? I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Gentlemen, God has a better package for us. In a few minutes, in the next five minutes, let's get back to the rewards of kingdom service. The rewards of kingdom service. The rewards of kingdom service. I may not finish this, but I want to show you something that is important. When you serve God, you can never be the same. What I say, you can never be the same. Let me make it clear to you, in case people are deceiving you out there, that there is nothing in Christ. I bet you, you have not just in this world blessings, but in the world to come, what? Internal life. Let no one deceive you with a small... Ah, God help us. God help us. I say, may God help us. Stop changing your name. Because somebody wants to give you one small laptop. Because they want to give you a job. Why will you do that? You think God has to give you a job? I ask you a simple question. Number one, what did he say? Blessings and what? Provisions. That's what we read. Say the Lord will bless your bread. He will bless your water. Blessings. Blessings. Hear the word blessings. Amen. I say God will bless you in the name of Jesus. He said, if you are willing and obedient, I will bless you in the land. Number two, you shall be productive and prosperous. When you serve God, I'm telling you, you will be productive and what? And prosperous. Those who have undermined you before, today they will look for you. Your amen is not sounding like I say it up. Whoever has undermined you in the past, as you serve God, they will keep looking for you. I thought you have been the solution in the name of Jesus. From today, you shall be that solution. I said you shall be that solution. You shall be productive and what? And prosperous. In Job chapter 36, verse 11. He said, if they obey and serve the Lord, they shall spend their days what? In prosperity. If you obey and serve the Lord. God's blessings abound. If you can only do that. Tell your mother, are you ready to obey God? Are you ready to serve him? Amen. Your life shall end in pleasures in the name of Jesus. I say your years will end in pleasures in the name of Jesus. Number three, I will stop there. Number three, I will stop there. He said, God will prolong what? Your life. How many of us learned longevity? You want long life. The secret of longevity is service. What I said? It's what? 
service. You can have it on that, but you can give them all. Prolonging of your life. When you serve, you will not die young. I profess under this auction, you will not die young. Your amen is not sounding like I'm talking to someone. I say you will not die young. The number of your years you shall fulfill. Whatever intended to kill you from today, you are made alive in the name of Jesus. I command life into your body in the mighty name of Jesus. Dry bone is rising in this church in the name of Jesus. I said dry bones are rising in the name of Jesus. They fear, they are telling you about your family that they never live long. Your case is different. Oh, somebody's not. I said your case is different. He that exempted us in 2020 will exempt you in 2021. Can I hear louder? Amen. What kill your father and your mother cannot kill you. Oh, yalabalagadaga. I say, shall not kill you. Whatever made them not to succeed, for you, you shall succeed. You know why? You are serving the living God. Do you understand what I'm talking about? The man called Moses, the Bible says he lived 120 years. How many years? 120 years. 120 years. Am I communicating to somebody? People like brother Abraham, father Abraham, our father in faith. The Bible says he lived 175 years. His son Isaac lived 187 years. Can you imagine? And Jacob, 147 years. Even Joseph, with all that he did, the Bible talked about him. He still lived on how many years? 110 years. Job, despite all he suffered, he lived again another 140 years. Am I communicating to somebody? Gentlemen, longevity is your portion. All you need is to serve God. Don't care what people say. They may tell you they are mocking you for coming to KCMI. They are mocking you because you are here. Brother, forget it. God is about to change your story. Oh, I say God is about to change your story. I can testify. I've seen in this church, even to 2020, I've seen in other churches, they better members, but in us, God kept us. Oh, your amen is not sounding like. Am I communicating to somebody? A man pastored a church, and he told God for 40 years, no member shall die. And for 40 years, none of the members died. So God be the glory. The love of God, the grace of God shall sustain you. Oh, your amen is not sounding like that. Not only you, your family also. Stand up to the glory of God. Stand up because of what it is. Stand up, we're going to talk to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah says, send me. The Bible says, I heard the voice of God. He said, Lord, send me. How many of us want to say, God sent me this morning? You want to say, God sent me. I'm ready for use. Use me, Lord. Quiet, can I need you? Use me wherever it is, so God. I'm ready today. Lord, use me. I'm weak, but I need your strength. You want to say, God, use me. And you are here this morning. God is stretching his hands to you right now. My brothers, my sister, you know it and say, God, here am I, use me. Isaiah said, here am I, use me. I'm available, Lord. I'm stretching my hands to someone this morning, that sister, that brother. For one reason or the other, you used to be a fire for God. Now you know. The fire has gone down. You used to be people, they are a person that they call upon when they are in need. 
People call you, you pray for them. But now nothing is happening. You are so weak. Ah! I want more of him. I'm not even satisfied. I want more of God. Ah! How many of us say, Lord, use me? Stand up right now. Raise up your hands. I'm going to pray with you. I want more of God, brother. I want to do more. I think I'm crying inside of me. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do as a pastor. I am able to cut a yada baragada. My friend, this is a moment with God. Raise that hands and say, God, use me right now today. I've made up my mind. I offer myself. I offer myself to you, Jesus. I offer my life. I offer my being before you. Ah! Ah! Are you saying you are valuable this moment? Thank you, Jesus. In just one minute, let's sing that song and then we pray. Let's run. Oh, my Lord. Oh, you got to use me, Lord. Father, we thank you. With our hands up right now. There's a hunger right now in the house. Lord, there is a hunger. I'm hungry to serve you the more. I've not reached where God wants me to reach. And therefore I'm praying also with my hands up. Lord Jesus. There's so much deposits. There's an assignment that God has given to all of us. Your assignment may be different from my assignment. But have you used that assignment? Lord, we come before you. We surrender ourselves once again. With our hands up. We are saying, Holy Spirit, pray on us now. Some of us are weak. Some of us have drifted away. Some of us have become tired and lazy. We can't stand the test of time anymore. Some of us are lost in direction. Some of us are waiting to take a step, but they go, the means is not there. Lord, I want to pray for everyone in this house, in this church this morning. That whatever you have done for them, whatever you have raised them for, whatever you have called them for, I pray today they shall utilize it in the name of Jesus. Whatever gifts and talents you have placed upon them, from today they shall use it in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever is a barrier, Father, like with the song say, break us.
I say, break us. Mold us now. And use us in the name of Jesus. Any hindrance to kingdom service, we drop it by fire this hour. I say, we drop it in the name of Jesus. Whatever that will stand against us, working for God, serving God, serving humanity, Lord, to be like our master Jesus, who said, I came to serve. Most of us, there's greatness in us. There is an assignment in us. There is a purpose we need to fulfill in the body of Christ before we go home. And therefore, Father, every signal from the pit of hell to change our direction from today, I reverse it in the name of Jesus. Amen. There are some of you, the devil has focused you on issues. That doesn't matter. The Bible says you cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve God and mammon. You've changed your focus to money. And no more God. Lord, I pray this morning, help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless us where we ought to be. Just like Isaiah cried out, use me. Here am I sent me. Paul said, Lord, use me. Men cry out and say, God, we are with you. Father, this is the moment to deal with us. Deal with our pride. I tell you, deal with our pride. Deal with our pride, God. Some of us are just to pray for nothing. Deal with those things in us that we value. The Bible says, Jesus told them, he says, some people say, we follow you. But he says, he said, the foxes have holes, but the son of man has no place to lay his hands. He said, follow me. Some people say, no, I want to go and bury my father. Another gave, gave excuse. He said, no, I have to go to my farm. Ah, Baba, help us, oh God. Deliver us from personal excuses in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. We are willing. We want to obey you, Lord. Strength we are from all, but we ask from above. This month, give us a place to serve in your kingdom. In Jesus' name.